Hey yo, on this week's episode of Inside the Cave, Chicago promoter Hustle Simmons goes inside the cave. We talk about all his events like Hustle Palooza and even an event he has coming up this week at UIC with Leon Rogers. That's right, the state property and diplomats reunion. Man, how did he put that together? God, you'll hear about it on this podcast. Also, I'm always late to the party, but I saw a YouTube clip of a Mark trying to ruin one of Hustle's events. And Hustle handled it like a man. We talk about that too. That's right. We don't promote violence on this show. Well, actually, over the past couple weeks, Big Dog has been kind of insinuating a little bit violence towards police you gotta listen to those other episodes that's what the people been saying but we don't really promote violence on this show but hustle simmons handle it like a man that's how you do it we talk about that and a lot more on this episode of inside the cave with hustle simmons Cavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Follow us on Twitter, Inside the Cave PC. And on Instagram, simply Inside the Cave. All right. At the end of the day, man, when it's all said and done, we all want to be able to sing the old Frank Sinatra song. You did it my way. I did it my way. You know what I mean? You know about that, Joe. That's what all the mafia people do. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to sing that good old song, I Did It My Way. And our next guest is known for doing it his way. I've been reading up on a couple articles on him and uh, a lot of uh, things on his bio. And uh, the name, his gimmick, there goes that word again, really fits him for what his bio says. Welcome to Inside the Cave for the first time. 
Not the last though. Hustle Simmons, what's up, brother? What's going on, Seth? Thanks for having me. Hey, Hustle, you know, on this show, we don't even like do negativity stuff. We ain't really into that. But, because I, I have a few things I just wanted to talk to you about. But when I was, you know, Googling you, I'm not hip at all, Hustle. I, I ain't been outside and I don't know when. I'm a, I'm a family man. <laughs> That's my gimmick now, man. I'm not I'm not into nothing. So, I, but I, I Google you, and then it turns out you was like in a big altercation. I watched the video and I told my uh, my buddy, I'm like, I'm not gonna talk about it. But then when I see it, I'm like, oh, yo, you handled that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you want to talk about that? Uh, it ain't really much to talk about. The video kind of like self-explanatory. I mean, it was a situation where um, a, a, a rapper was 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 upset. He wasn't he wasn't scheduled to perform. Yeah. When somebody asked him to let him do a song, and you know he, I mean, it, it happens all the time with rappers. Like you know, yeah. they on stage, they only supposed to do one song, then they go on to the second and third. And for me, you know, I would just try to let him know, hey, bro, all right, you done three songs, you only supposed to do one. I don't want you to do the next record because we got to respect the other artists. Wow, and, right. you know, he, you know, started, you know, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. And the spur of the moment with people on stage, you know, egos, you know what I'm saying? He puffed his chest out, was talking. And then one of his, one of his, his, his peoples or somebody around him yeah. thought it was, thought it was going to be sweet and tried to spill on me and, and, and don't realize that, you know what I'm saying? You throw them things. My, my brand, my brand, my brand is Hustle Simmons, but. I'm Terrence, I'm Terrence from the west side of Chicago. It's like yes, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't with that, you know what I'm saying? Like I, talk, I try to treat everybody with respect. So that's why after that happened, and I talked to the crowd afterwards, I'm like, yo, this, we can't be doing this. Like this right. is like, you know what I'm saying? Now when you cut my brand, this popped up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we can't be out here like this. We gotta be kings and queens out here because the, the white man already out here sniping us in the streets. Yeah. yeah. So we gonna be out here fighting each other over what? Right. What, what would you get like? What would you get out of fighting me over there? You still wanna go perform? Ain't like you got paid. Right. right. So you know what I'm saying? That's that's. And you know, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just crazy how some stuff happened, but it happened. I handled it like a man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you did. Um, you did. You did. You know what I'm saying? My 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 team my team spoke with his team and. You know what I'm saying? We put the fire out and stuff like that and just, you know, everybody just continue continue to move forward and just learn learn from this. But, you know, it was an unfortunate incident. But at the end of the day, um, when you present it, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with something like that, all you can do is throw them hands up and handle it the best way you can and, and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to stay on this too much, but, I mean, it just, it just blew the hell out of me when I saw it. My, uh, my partner was looking at it first, and you know immediately he's the he's the violent one on this show. And he, uh, he said, "Man, he, he should have threw him over the uh, the railing and stuff on some WWE stuff." And I thought that's what you, you know was getting what? ready to I'm do. Like <laughs> fighting in street fighting time. Yeah. that was a long fight. Right, I, that was. I'm sitting up here waiting. The, the crazy thing was, I had homies with me yeah. that didn't even help me. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, I noticed that. So I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting up here throwing them hands like, oh, I know, I know my man's about to come, and everybody was kind of just like, yeah. hey, well, not kind of, but everybody just like did just didn't move. So I was yeah. just like, you know what, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, at the end, my man tried to hit me with a speaker, or whatever. It yeah. is what it is, but you know, I just tried, like I Cheap. said, handled it to handle it the best, you know, what I'm saying way I can. I was just, you know, it's fortunate enough that 
it was a situation where we was throwing hands and not nobody pulling out that, the gun. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. All that stuff, say. man. Yeah. You know, nobody got, you know what I'm saying, seriously injured because that that would have left a, a really, um, it, it just would have been something bad, you know what I'm saying, bad for my brand, bad for hip-hop, bad for, you know what I'm saying, just everybody that was in, involved in that altercation. So, you know what I'm saying, it happened. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of positive feedback, you know what I'm saying, from people that, you know, supported me. Uh, how I handled it, so you know what I'm saying. I thank them and stuff. And no I just yeah. use that as fuel, right? To just do you the get... rest of stuff I've been doing since then. Like I've been, I've been moving nonstop since that incident. Yeah, so, we gonna talk about you know, all turn that. A, turn a negative into a positive real quick. All right, we are gonna talk about that. Go ahead. You bro. got a lot of respect though, man. Like you said, as far as that incident, you know, the crowd noticed it wasn't your fault. At the same time, you handled yourself and you gave a hell of a speech. You know what I mean when it happened. So I think that gave you even more respect than you already had. You know. Yeah, that was a that was like yeah. you said that was a positive thing. That was what was yeah. that last year? Uh, South by Southwest. That was this past year. That was this March. Okay. That was recent. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, hustle. Let's uh, let's talk about you know all the positive stuff in your career too. Now, what I, I was reading up on you, man. What I really like, uh, Hustle Simmons fits you because it's almost like the story of Russell Simmons. Uh, now you were in college and you did a big event, right? And then um, you didn't get the recognition. I take it you were in Chicago because that type of things happens all the time. But uh, you didn't get the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't get the recognition, and then you said, "Fuck it, you do your own, you do your own events and, and start your own company." You want to talk about that for a little bit, man? Yeah, I was. Um, you know, I I, I learned I learned toward the end of high school yeah. to not wait for you to walk across that stage in college to try to get the job that you want. So when I as soon as I hit college, and after the first years to just you know partying and just trying to figure figure life out i i really started to hustle and yeah. so you know what i'm saying i was working for a company and uh i did an event you know gave them an idea you know what I'm saying they trusted me i was a young kid they trusted me in doing the event the event went on it was very successful um and then when the company did the follow-up and like you know everybody was talking about this event i didn't get my credit right and somebody else from corporate was taking credit but they didn't do the event. It was it was my baby. Like I'm the one who, you know what I'm saying, had to had these relationships with these people and went oh, to them man. like, yo. If I hadn't heard that us. story before, jeez. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, me, one thing about me, love me or hate me, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay, you know, Chuck. Like I'm not gonna beat around the bush. Like I I, I be I'm 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 straightforward, you know what I'm saying? So I asked I asked the, the dude hurry up, like, yo, like what's up? Like why am I getting my credit? And he was like if you don't like it, start your own company. And so for me, I'm, I've always been one of those 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 people that I love to prove naysayers and haters wrong. Like I love it. Like it, 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 it's my fuel. You know what I'm saying? And I really got that. And truth be told, I really got that from being a really huge fan of Michael Jordan yeah. and just seeing how he would any little negative thing, any little thing he would use that as as like motivation and fire to just go out there and. And you know, just kill the competition. So when that man said that, I went. I went back to my apartment. I was sitting on the couch with my uh, girl at the time. I had my last like hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars, or whatever. I looked up how to um, uh, incorporate a business, yeah. and I started. I started my own my own company, and then you know, I started throwing these um these parties to pay my tuition and. The people from my parties were starting to like get record deals and were starting to blow up. And this was doing like the MySpace era. Right. There was no Twitter. It was just like Facebook was pretty much for only for college students, but it was right. mostly MySpace. So 
you know, as that started taking off, um, next thing you know, I'm, I'm I'm in the music business because a lot of the kids who were just my homies that I was booking for my parties to pay my tuition started becoming people, you know what I'm saying, known, you know what I'm saying, people in, in, in music. You know, you got Million Dollar Man now. Um, he just went double platinum for producing the uh, hit record Hills for um, The weekend. He used to be Kanye's DJ. Okay. Um, um, my, my homies used to do my flyer, Chuck English. Uh, him and um, Mikey Rocks, they got the group Cool Kids. Yeah. And then I met, the, I met you know what I'm saying, my, my, my brother from another Wale. We met on MySpace and started building back in like, this like 06, 05, 06 right, or whatever. Right, right. And we just started building. And then like from there, you know, he dropped Nike Boots and he took off. And so, you know what I'm saying, next thing you know, these labels coming to me and like, oh, you have a pulse on what's hot in music. And it was just me just having an ear for good music and me just being a fan and me just trying to, you know what I'm saying, use my platform that I was creating for myself to give my homies opportunities. And the next thing you know, I'm fully, I'm full flares in the music business. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's like playing sports, man. It's just like, you got to take what life gives you and, and make the best of it, you know what I'm saying? So, that, that that man at the time could have gave me my credit and I probably could have been happy with that credit and not even been as successful as I am today. But the fact that he didn't, I used that as fuel and that changed my life. And you know what's crazy? Cause like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I almost had the same similar story as you as far as the music business, except for my plane took off and just quickly crashed. So uh, yeah, salute to you for keeping that thing going, man. You know, cause like, Coming out of, out of Chicago, man, I mean, what you just said ain't an easy task by no means, you know what I mean? So yeah. the fact you were able to uh, grind that out like that and make that happen. Now, um, what you what you don't probably don't remember is a few years back when my Lakers was running the uh, running the NBA world, me and you kind of got into a little little beef on Twitter. Not really, but, you know, me, you, and uh, what's Leon Rogers and Aunt Lindsay, we was always talking smack about you know and my and me and Ant was a big Lakers fans and stuff like that and of course you <laughs> you weren't and uh hey but uh before we get back to your career how about them Lakers this year buddy what you thinking um hey you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real I never count out any 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 team that Kobe's on right so I don't count nobody out I think the new, new guy they just drafted the guard Russell I think he's gonna be yeah, I think he's. I think he's gonna be nice. I, I like the fact that he has like a little bit of arrogance about stuff. I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think. I just hope that don't backfire. You know what I'm saying? Playing with uh, Kobe. playing with Kobe, but right. I think I think I think they'll be decent. I think I think if Kobe if Kobe holds up this year, which yeah. I think he will, right. um, I think uh, they they definitely make make the playoffs. But you know me, man. I'm 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 I'm. Um, I'm team LeBron all day. That's my homie. So <laughs> yeah, how's that know, been working out for show. you though lately, though? <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the it's the it's the Cavs show. Yeah. I think the Bulls. I think the Bulls gonna be decent, but but you know I catch I catch I catch hell for um not being the biggest Bulls fan anymore. Yeah, yeah but how that uh, LeBron thing been working out for you over the past couple years though, brother? Not to be talking smack. <laughs> I'm just, just curious. You know what, man? You ain't the only Look, one on this show that's a LeBron fan, you know. But hey, I gotta talk about smack. <laughs> You know what I, I I told I I told I tell people all the time. LeBron is the new age basketball player. Um, Kobe, actually no, I would say Russell Westbrook is probably the closest thing that the NBA has to. 
the old NBA as far as like yeah, the see, mental yeah, attitude. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like he would sell his soul to yeah. win a game. You know what right. I'm saying? LeBron is kind of like the new age athlete where it's like, you know, yeah, I want to win championships, but I want to make sure my family's good. I want to have business ventures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to play with the team I want to play with. And, you know, I think with him going to Miami, it was really a situation where it was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to win in Cleveland right now. Yeah. And I need them rings to be in the discussion because I'm the most God-gifted player to ever touch the NBA. I have to get those rings to get that monkey off my back. But he does not pose that that killer, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm just going to kill at every aspect to win this game. He's not like that. He's been playing with his homies his whole life since he was a kid. But, you know, he was 25 years old and had the opportunity. Like, when he that, when he chose to go to Miami, it changed the, it changed the landscape of free agents. Yeah. Because no player has ever had that amount of control. Right, right. Like, he had all the control. He had... He had all the, uh, the upper hand on the whole NBA, you know what I'm saying? So when he chose that, you know, it kind of opened up a door, which kind of sucks when you have players that aren't a good team, but they're willing to leave that team to go to another team so they can get a max contract. Right. These kids nowadays, ain't, they don't care if they don't win a championship at the end of their career. They want to make sure they can still push Bentley's and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got people like, I mean, you look at Michael Jordan, he ruined uh, man, he ruined 20, 30-plus NBA superstars' legacy yeah. because they couldn't win because of him. The Knicks yeah. the Knicks had a championship team every year but just couldn't get over, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, Michael Jordan, like, you know, Charles Barkley, Reggie Miller, yeah. John Stockton. Like, we can name a, so a many. billion players who had that instinct, but they couldn't beat that monster, which is Michael Jordan. Yeah. Now these kids nowadays are like, yo, I want to play, I want to get endorsed, I want to make money. Yeah. If I get a championship, great. If not, great. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's why you got to appreciate Kobe. You know, I, you know, as a Jordan fan, you know, we, we're kind of like taught tonight, not like Kobe, but I appreciate Kobe for what yeah. he's done for the league because that man played with a steel shot free throws and walked around with a toy and a kidney. So, so he gained respect for me. But at the end of the day, you don't like LeBron, that performance he put on in the finals, yeah. It's nothing else bad you can say about that man. But yeah. for that team that he had and them numbers he was putting up, yeah. he's the most God gifted, the most God gifted athlete that the NBA has ever seen. He could play all five positions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Six nine, two sixty, two seventy. Like that was crazy. Now this year though, I think I think they're gonna get over that up and get that get that ring. But you know he came close. He came close. But shout out to uh, Steph Curry. Shout out to my man Andre Ugadala. Right. Talked to him the other day and stuff like that's a good homie. That's what's um, up. But um, the Lakers ain't winning a championship like <laughs> years. But. You're going to throw that little cheap shot out there. Hey, but no, you know, I'm just, look, there are two predictions I have. Okay. The Lakers will not win a championship in the next 10 years. 10? 10. Oh, God. I'm giving them 10. And okay, you know what? I'll be nice. I'll say five. The next five, they definitely not win a championship. All right. And He's two, the first time. Derrick Rose has one, maybe two. More season as a bull, but he would not be a bull in the next two years. It's safe to say, brother. I think you know your sports. We're gonna have to have you back on when uh, the season stop uh, start off, man. But let's get back to your career, man. Let's get back to your uh, you know hustle. I appreciate that little basketball insight. Let's get back to you, and then I'll whip your the ass. Lakers. I'll whip your ass <laughs> in sports later on when the season start. All right, I'm not gonna go all there right. right now. All right, but look, your um, claim to fame, your early claim to fame was, and I remember you saying that. 
you brought Jay Z to to the shy. Jay, was it Jay Z and and King James, or was it just Jay? Jay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was working. I was working for um, I was working for LeBron at the time. Uh, he had a uh, a side company called Eighty Eighty One that was started by his agent Rich Paul. So right. we would do parties and stuff like that, and um. We was just doing a party. We used to do a party where every every year when LeBron would come to Chicago, when he was in Cleveland, we would throw a big party. The first one we did was that um, club called Lumen that's now closed. Right. Um, um, but years ago, before they were letting black people in, it was like his third season in the league. You know what I'm saying? We were doing these parties every year. And uh, we just so happened to uh, start planning this party again. And then um, I was in Cleveland to catch a game, and me and Rich was riding to the game, and uh, MTV had released the tour dates for uh, Jay-Z's second half of the Blueprint 3 tour. The first half of the Blueprint 3 tour, I was on a few of the dates because it was, uh, while they was on that tour, and that was the first time the world really got to see J. Cole. J. Cole was the opener. Man, so is that, is that kid nice or what, man? Damn. You is, said what? Is that kid nice or what? I mean, that dude is just yeah. like, man, he's the next big um, thing, man. He's, he's great, man. He did everything his way. Like, yeah. he, he, everything he does, he does it you know, Jay don't be out here really like screaming J. Cole name. Right. Like J. Cole really is in tune with his fans and, 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 and does his thing. And I've noticed that when I met him on the Blueprint 3 tour. He was opening up for um Cole. He had performed for ten minutes when nobody was in the stadium. Right. And he and whether it was one person or ten thousand, he performed it with all his heart. So right. um that was just a that's when I started seeing the 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 legend in the making in him. But um yeah, so Jay-Z had announced the second half of the Blueprint 3 tour, which they switched up the lineups, and it was going to be Trey Songz and Jeezy. And as, as we go into the game, I look at Rich, and I'm like, yo, Jay going to be in Chicago the same night as we doing a LeBron party. So you know, like, LeBron and the whole team, we're going to, you know, everybody going to the, to the show. Yeah. So, um, we, I, you know, I created this, this, this event called The Blackout. I just wanted to create a party where everybody would be out A lot of times in Chicago, like the not even just Chicago, like the VIP thing is going around entirely too much. Most of the people in VIP ain't important at all. Yeah. So I wanted to create a party where like everybody was important. So instead of a red carpet, we had a black carpet. Um, everybody that walked into the building, um, everybody that walked into the building got a free drink. So we had people at the door giving everybody like a free drink. Um, like Hennessy black free, like drink. water, or are you talking about uh, what do you mean? Nah, it was Hennessy. Oh, okay, like right. everybody walked through the door as soon as you when you got in, it was a, it was a, it was service there with a drink of Hennessy Black. So Sweet. that was my gift to everybody that came to my event. Like yo, first drink on me. So yo, what them tickets? Um, what them tickets cost to get in that event, man? I, like I said, I ain't been cool in a while, so part. I ain't went. We had two hundred pre-sale tickets for twenty dollars, and it took us a month to sell those. Jeez. And then and then um, it hit the newspaper. And then they was like, is, is Jay-Z coming to the club? And then the demand was out of the, out of the, like, just, it was out of the water. So the tickets to get in the day of was $100 Damn. at 9 o'clock. And we filled that up. We had 1,300 people packed into Shrine um, for that party. But, uh, so you know, LeBron off. didn't charge me. Jay didn't charge me. Uh, Jeezy came to the party. Yeah, so that was kind of like that moment. Because a lot of people didn't really know me, but... A lot of people knew me in the underground music scene, a little right. hipster scene because of what I was doing. But like as far as like the nightlife scene in Chicago and stuff like that, they didn't really know me that way. They kinda heard my name, but they didn't really know me. So that was kinda like my, you know, yo, this was Chicago. Like I'm about to pull off something epic. Yeah. And I couldn't have did it without um, my man Rich Paul, my man Duck of eighty eighty one, my man Kel. Um, you know, shout out to LeBron, 
Um, they, you know, I had a squad. I had a squad. Even Hennessy Black, you know, my man Howard. Like a bunch of people. Like it was a, it was a team effort. But yeah, man, it was that moment that kind of was like once that happened, then everybody knew who I was in Chicago. Yeah. Kind of like okay, who was this hustle kid? And then you know, to try to keep that momentum going. But everything I do, no matter if I'm in L.A., New York, whatever, I do everything repping Chicago, and I do everything from the heart. I never chase money. Um, that's the biggest blessing. Like, I really about giving people a good experience. You make sure the experience is dope and people have a good time, you're going to make your money. But a lot of the time, these promoters and these people do stuff from a, a money perspective. So they're missing out on what's going to make people happy because all they try to do is see how many people are I going to get in here to make X amount of dollars. I don't do that. I take right. L's on a lot of a lot of stuff um, that I do. You know what I'm saying? But the experience. So I might take an L. I might I might take an L on, on on this event, but the, everybody was you know what I'm saying turned up and everybody had a good time. So when I come out with the next event, yeah, I'm gonna maximize my promise because people are they believe in my brand and everybody has a brand. You have a brand with this show, so the longevity of your brand is based on if the people believe in it. Yeah. If people believe in it enough to um, um, pay it pay it attention. Do they believe in it enough to talk about it, whether it's good things or bad things? It's all it's all promo. And I got and I and you know, Floyd Mayweather says it all the time. Like when people tune in to see me fight, right? They're tuning to either see me win or they want to see me lose. Yeah. Well, the majority of people want to see me lose, but they the tune in. be tuning in. Right. That's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like long as you attention, I'm gonna give you something sooner or later that you're gonna like, and we're gonna get it in. Yo, explain to us about this hustle, uh, your hustle palooza events, man. I know we touched on it a little um, bit earlier, but um. yeah, I mean it was a, it was a, I actually did it out of, it was a joke at first. It wasn't meant to be, uh, what it is today. That just like you know, that just shows you how God works. Like it was actually, I was frustrated one year at the Lollapalooza um, lineup. Right. Um, they had they had Kanye and Lupe one year. The next year, the only hip hop act they had was like I think it was like Lupe. I think that was it. It was some year that it was really like no hip hop acts. And I was mad. I was like, how you gonna do this special in Chicago and not put more hip hop acts on there? Everything can't be rock. Right. So um, I was sitting in leaders with my homies one day and I was like, yo, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah. This is like a joke. And I, I did the show and it was successful. And then, because um, I was doing a bunch of shows before then, but every one I would change the name, I would come up with a theme. But then I thought I did House of Palooza and it hit. I was like, okay, let's stick with the House of Palooza name because people can't forget that. Anything with a Palooza in it, they, people don't really um, forget. And people right. know, if it's something with a Palooza, that means it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be dumb, it's going to be a good time. So I did that and just stuck with it. And all it, all it basically is, is my platform for the artist that I know who's going to be on the verge of stardom within the next six months to a year. And, you know, that's, that's what it, that's who it's for. So a lot of the people that come on Hustle Palooza, they're either not getting the shine that they deserve, or they're either at the cut. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, on my Hustle Palooza, I've had Chance the Rapper, I've had um, Iggy Azalea, Action Bronson, I've had Most Def. Oh, okay. I had Camp Low, uh, um, right. Stolly, Wale, Meek Mill. Uh, man, I've had I've had. I've had uh, Freeway, like I've had a lot of people ASAP, yeah, so, I mean, it's cool, man, and I take it around the country, but but the cool thing about it is, 
every time I do a Hustle Palooza show, no matter what part of the country is in, no matter where it's at, I make sure that I have Chicago artists on there. Right. That's so that's, that's my biggest yeah. thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Making sure I rep the, rep the crib properly. You got an event coming up with Leon Rogers now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. On um, September 18th, we got the um, the Rockefeller reunion with um, all the members of Dipset, all the members of um, State Property, man. Shout out to my man, Joe. Uh, John Dope will put this together in WCI. Okay, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be at the UIC Forum on the 18th. Tickets been selling like crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, um, man. Yo, tell tell us like how you put that together, man. Because like, you know, we just we just saw Beans come back to Rockefeller um, on the title event with uh, Jay, and uh, and now you know like you got the whole Rockefeller reunion state prop with Dipset. I mean, that's crazy. Like, you know, how you put that together, man. You know what? This event wasn't even me putting it together. Like, uh, it was really my man John Doe's creation. We had a discussion. Um, he was doing a. We was actually at a at a uh, a TI show that uh, a high school friend of mine put together. We was sitting next to each other in the crowd and we was talking. And uh, you know, he knows my affiliation with MMG. And he was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when Meek get out, we gonna I'm gonna do the welcome back to uh, the first uh me show in Chicago since you get out of jail. And I was like, okay, word, like, keep me posted. You know what I'm saying? You need any help or whatever. And um, one day I hit him up. He was just like, yo, I'm working on something. You know, I'm working on uh, uh, this Rockefeller reunion. And I was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? I, I had already done shows with Young Chris. Uh, I recently did a show with um, at, at the Shrine that had, uh, it was uh, Memphis Bleak and Freeway. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I've, 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 I've worked with um, some of Dipset. I worked with the majority of uh, um, uh, state prop. So it was really my man John Doe, man. He he he, he mastermind. He mastermind that, and then just brought me in at the end. Was like, yo, what you think? I was like, yo, this is crazy. And he was like, yo, man, I need you to host. And you and Leon Rogers. And Leon Rogers, my big bro, man. I support. I support Leon Rogers and anything he has going on. I'm, yeah. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying that he, you know, what I'm saying, fulfills his dream of being a um a ESPN. Uh, uh, anchor and stuff like that. So you yeah, know, you know, like, you I, know I, Leon Rogers knows his sports, man, and I see he be doing that. Uh, you know, yeah. I give him a lot of. I lost. I lost a bet to him. I lost a bet to him. Uh, the late, the last year, the Lakers were uh, on that dynasty. I had to go up to the station and they got to pay him five hundred. You know, on that bet. But you know, I really believed in him. But I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, you're he, good with words. I'm noticing every time you bring up the Lakers, <laughs> crazy in a way. <laughs> You know, he like you know when back when the Lakers was running the NBA, or you know back when the Lakers was a dynasty. It's you, like hey, but look, slick with this Lakers talk. You know what? Okay. You know what, man? Let me just let me, and I don't really want to talk about the Lakers. We got you know more stuff to talk about. But look, people, you, you got to give Kobe his, his credit, man, on this stuff because you know you you know seen all these other super teams come together, but the Lakers. That everybody talks about you know LeBron playing with a bunch of bums or nobodies, but. Ask yourself, where are those players at that was on, other than Powell Gasol? Ask yourself, where are those players at that was on their championship team with, with Kobe? Kobe makes players better, man. Lamar Odom's on crack. Sasha Vujicic, <laughs> Jam, uh, Jordan, Jordan Farmar, Andrew Bynum, they're nowhere near the league anymore. Shannon Brown, loving to death. Chi-Town Maywood, not in the league. Trevor Ariza, he was in part of the first team. He's in Houston kicking ass. He should have never left. He left for the money. That was dumb of him. But but you but but, but he gives Kobe credit for, you know, 
putting that beast in him on the defense. Mm-hmm. So everybody give Kobe like a lot of like a lot of flack on you know that he don't make players better. But you know I, I look at that championship team. Nobody's in the league. Mo Williams, Carlos Boozer. You know, Varejo, those guys are still in the league, you know. Uh, so, I mean, not to say, not to take nothing away from LeBron. I'm just saying, Kobe did it with bums. I'm not going to say bums, but yeah. he did, he, yeah. those guys ain't in the no, league. He, no, he definitely did. And, and that's why I was like, I don't have to like Kobe. Actually, you know, it's funny. I like Kobe more so when I actually met him. And we were talking about rap. And I really like, he really said some real player stuff to be so. Pause right there. You talk about, hey, hold on. Pause right there. You talk about me putting together with words. You know, every time we talk about something, you quick to say when you met him or when I talked to him or when I was hanging out with him. I mean, how many, you got you got a lot of net, lot of name dropping over here, brother, man. Shit. <laughs> hey. Nah, you know, you know what it is? These so-called celebrities and athletes, yeah. I'm able to vibe with them because I don't treat them as such. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I didn't want to meet Kobe Bryant. Yeah, now how'd you meet him? Because he's he's not an easy person to get next to. Um, uh, a good friend of mine used to play for the Lakers. My man, uh, Devin, um, uh, he makes used to play for the Lakers. Yeah. And they was in town playing. And, um, you know, he used to support me when I was um, working with Rocky Fresh. And every time we'd come out to L.A. and have a show, you know what I'm saying, he was him and all. He'd bring some of his Laker, friend, uh, Laker players out, you know, to the game. I mean, to the shows. We hang out, so he came to Chicago. He hit me like, "Yo, I'm in Chicago. Like, um, I got tickets to the game." I was like, "Word." Then he was like, "Yo," because he raps too. He's like, "Yo, I need a studio. I need to record this record." Who Ebanks? I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yo, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you got a game on my like, y'all want to go to the studio?" So I was waiting on him in the, I was waiting on him in the, um, at the Peninsula, and you know, Kobe came downstairs and did the introduction. It was like, it was all love. Like, you know, Kobe was talking about. You know, I was cracking jokes on him, like, bruh, like, you really was rapping with Chris Rapper and stuff. Like, you was really rapping, y'all. Like, and, and he said it. He was just like, yo, he's like, I still rap. Like, he's like, I still be writing bars that I want to record, but I'm Kobe Bryant. I ain't going to no no, no music studio. And I was like, yo, that's real. Hey, but and you know, had, like, Kobe wasn't whack, though, man, when that, that song with Brian McKnight. He wasn't really whack, though. You know what I mean? Nah, he wasn't. Just the thing about Kobe, man. Kobe is awesome at pretty much everything he can because he, he has do. that that will. It's just the fact that you know, and people can't take the fact that there's no gray area with him. It's yeah. like, yo, you either gonna you either gonna you either gonna show up or sit your butt on the on, on the bench. And we just live in a world where people can't deal with that. Right. Everybody makes excuses, mm-hmm. and Kobe's one of those people. There's no excuses. Like, yo, you either gonna excel or you're not gonna excel. And he and he demands. He, he expects more out of himself and the people around him. That's why I respect the man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why when I'm around these celebrities, I'm able to have relationships with them because I don't treat them as a celebrity. I treat them as a real dude. I don't care. I'm not going to ask Kobe, how about that game yesterday? He was talking about basketball 99% of his day. Yeah, right. I was talking about, yo, you still got bars? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so these relationships I have with these artists, it's just because I'm a real, I'm a real dude. Um, and I and I take pride in that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here. Like I said, I don't send nobody no chuck. I ain't out here to say I'm better than the next person. When I get around these folks, like, and and I'm one of those people. I don't post a lot of pictures of me with celebrity. Yeah. The ones I do post is like people just actually like. I can say that's my homie. Like, I text that. I text that man. Or I text that woman. They text me back on the small twos. They just saying what's up. I don't take pictures with people like that. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm just blessed. And I and when I talk about these things. 
it'd be me trying to show other young people from Chicago, like, yo, I'm a, I'm a kid from the west side of Chicago. I haven't had a nine to five job in eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, it's a whole other world. Of, I, I'm not out here shooting jumpers. I'm not rapping. You know what I'm saying? None of that. You know what I'm saying? But I found my gift. I had a, I had a market in mind. I had a gift for gas. Even though I'm not, like, when people around me, I really don't talk that much. But I do have a gift for gas. And I realized, yo, let me be a connector. Let me, let me fill these boys. And, I, and I'm able to sustain my lifestyle. So like these people, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the fact that I'm able to have a real hip hop conversation with Kobe Bryant, that, that like messed my mind up. Cause I was like, I never thought I'd meet Kobe Bryant. And the funny thing about the Kobe Bryant story, that's so funny. As I'm talking to Kobe, Dwight Howard was getting Harold's chicken delivered to his, to his hotel room. Yeah. And I just thought that was, I just thought that was funny. And I was just, and I just looked at Dwight Howard and I was just like, I thought to myself like, could you could be the greatest center to ever play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, what, what, <laughs> hey, what was Kobe's to... reaction when Dwight Howard walked down? Give us a little insight. What, what did Kobe think? <laughs> Kobe didn't pay him. Pay, Kobe didn't pay him no mind. Yeah. Like you gotta understand, man. That's something their relationships. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. That's why like a lot of players don't want to. A lot of those um, free agents don't want to go play the Lakers because he demands something from them, and that's the and that's the sad thing about the world we live in now. Social media, we so we so preoccupied on our phone, looking at other people's lives. Right. That when someone demands some greatness from us, right. we don't know how to take it. Right. It's like, oh, it's too much pressure. Nah, man, because people ain't getting spanked no more. People ain't getting beat up no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People soft. just dying. Right. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like somebody, you know, for you to have a, a radio show, um, a podcast. you want a podcast or you know. Whatever your show is, it, it, whatever label you put on your show, you still want it to be the best right. you can be. Right. But it's a lot of people doing it because they want to meet chicks or they think it's the cool thing to do. Right. And it's like, yo, you're not even reaching your full potential. Yeah. So when you're around Kobe Bryant, he's not paying attention to clown. Right. So Dwight Howard moves around like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> tell me how you really Dwight feel, Hustle. Yeah, I feel the same way, like man. People, yeah, people don't understand. I feel that way. I'm like, man, you had the opportunity to play with Kobe Bryant. The Bulls was trying to get you. You had the opportunity to go somewhere and win championships. And that's not what you want. Yeah. If Dwight Howard focused that year, they win a championship. Yeah. yeah. You can't. They win a championship. When he went there, I was like, oh my God, the Lakers is back. Because it's like, yo, this man is, this man is a, is like, think about it. If, if LeBron James, if LeBron James had the killer instinct oh my God. of a Michael Jordan, and Dwight Howard had, had the, 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 the mind frame and the, the killer instinct of a, of a Patrick Ewing or a, a Wilt Chamberlain, where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to give you 100 points every night. Man, it would be ugly. Right. It'll be ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's 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 it is what it is. But that transfer over into real life. Black men, right. we so busy crying about a white man doing something to us. Man, I don't care. Ain't no white man held me back from nothing. Cause I don't pay no mind. I carry myself like a king, and I get to it because I expect more for myself. Exactly. I'm not sitting here blaming no white man. But anything, because at the end of the day, when I'm out here winning, 
white women is in my DMs loving my black ass. Hey, let's talk so more I'm about. Hey, let's talk more about these white women DMing you, man. How how are the groupies? <laughs> yeah, how are the groupies, man? Like you know, being a big time uh, promoter, I always hear about it from the rappers and the R and B singers. How are those groupies being a promoter, man? Tell me more about that. Um, man, I'm past that point in my life. But understand <laughs> this. I'm about to tell you. Understand this. Ain't no groupie like a rap groupie. Hey. I don't care. They can talk about rock and roll groupies. No, they can no, talk man. about basketball groupies. And, and, and you know what? This is the funny thing. The groupies don't necessarily be regular chicks. Yeah. The bigger groupies are actually famous chicks. Ah, you know what? I got a nah. I can't tell that story. I'll I'll take like it I, to you. Like I got some stories that I can't tell on the radio. Yeah, but I can't tell. I can't tell one either, know man. That when you are, when you a Chicago dude and you go out to LA, you go out to New York, yes. and you are you in these circles with these famous chicks you see on TV or see on your favorite magazine. Yeah. And you treat them like a regular chick? Oh man. Oh my God. Brother, Lord. I was in I'ma say it anyway. Dog, remind me to edit this out. I was in Vegas, man, in 07, and I was with uh, you know McGee, I was and um Melinda Williams, uh Bird from ah. God, I seen a nigga play her like like a average I, it just fucked me up to see somebody like she walked up, she left the dude she was with, went off on the, the, the guy we was with. Talking about because he didn't do something for her and all that. And he just so, man, bitch, get out my face. And I'm like, yo, ain't that the girl from Soul Food? He like, yeah, man, fuck that bitch. Whatever. I, I, I yeah. just, man, I just couldn't believe it, man. You know? Yeah, I mean. Don't remind me to edit that out, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, that's that's really that's really how it is, man. The, um, You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's funny. There's two, there's two type of rap groups. Yeah. There are hip-hop hip-hop groups like like soul sister number ones you know what i'm saying um jill scott looking chicks who be doing the same nasty stuff but they could be at they just be at krs1 concerts or you know what i'm saying like you know raekwon concerts but rap groupies is rap groupies man they are they are crazy but it's it's the craziest thing when you get into this industry when you see that these celebrities and it's another reason why i don't treat celebrities like celebrities Dude, they put on their pants just like me. Yeah. These dudes got baby mama problems just like me. Probably these men, these mods, every once in a while, will party a lot, miss a miss a, a payment or two on a bill, yeah. just like everybody else, Seen just like before. me. So it's just kind of like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, you know, they they have a gift, and that's that's your gift, but that's not that just that don't make you who you are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, a lot of these chicks I've seen. Oh, I've seen some bad famous chicks be treated yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? I shot, I shot a shot at uh, Vivica Fox one. Oh, but you know a lot of people been playing her though. <laughs> man, I was, nigga, man, I was putting the work. Man, to I got close. <laughs> I, was, I was almost about to steal. Yeah. I, was, my, my, I, I was talking that talk. Then I fucked up, but you know, <laughs> that was a young dude shit. But nah, man, these, like them young cats. these rap groupies is crazy. Like, like DMs on Instagram and Twitter, and all that stuff is a crazy thing that they created because it's, it's also when people can DM you for business opportunities and stuff like this, like that's awesome. Right. But a majority of the DMs be so crazy. Yeah. And all and look, all rap groups ain't females trying to have sex. Right. These dudes Chuck, be out here elbowing chicks just to get in the face of a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it. Like I've, yeah. I've seen dudes, I've seen a dude once elbow a chick in the face <laughs> in the yeah. club just to get close to Rick Ross. And it blew my mind. I'm like, bruh, 
You yeah. just elbowed a chick just to get in front of Rick Ross to pull your phone out. And then what he did was he turned the camera around and was just acting like he was with us and took the picture. Jeez. And I know he put up show with my man Rick Ross. I know he put that up on the internet. But yeah, these rap groupies, the bro. male rap groupies are the worst, bro. They're That's horrible. Cool. All right, man. Tell us, tell us. We got. Hey, first of all, man. Before I, before we wrap this up, I want to say thank you, man, because you 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 more than just uh, the hustle Simmons, man. I like I like what you be talking about, and we gotta have you on, man. Probably right before the NBA season talk, we're gonna talk some smack. Maybe Leon might show up too. We're gonna talk some good old smack. I didn't want to go too far in today because I want to stay focused on you. But uh, if, if that's cool with you, man. We're gonna have you on again, man. I want to talk some smack. No, definitely. Whenever you whenever you want me on, man. All right, for sure. Now. Tell me, tell me, other than us, the state prop Rockefeller uh, thing, what else? What else we got to look for with you? And then you know, shoot out your uh, social media stuff. Oh um, man, I got uh, Hustle Blues are coming up August eighth. I mean October eighth in Atlanta for the um, A Three C Hip Hop Festival. Okay, it's gonna be dope. And then the next week, October sixteenth, I got the Hustle Palooza um, Trap Rave show going on in um, in New York City. And then, uh, what else I got? Oh, I'm bringing, I'm doing another Hustle Cruiser here with um, my man OG Mako um, in November. And then, like, other than that, man, I'm just gonna try to just, you know, um, enjoy the rest of the year. It's, it's, it's getting it's getting cold outside, so it's when you start snuggling up with a chubby chick. Yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna enjoy that, man, and get ready to, to start planning, getting the rest of my year planned for uh, 2016. But for anybody that's listening, man, Y'all want to find me? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Hustle Simmons, H U S T L E S I M M O N S, Hustle Simmons. Um, do not look up Hustle Simmons on Facebook. That's a creepy dude. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> God. It's a couple me. Hustle Think Simmons, man. Jeez. It, it ain't me. So don't hit me. Don't hit Hustle Simmons up on Facebook. But Twitter, Instagram, man, you can find me, man. And uh, man, you're going to find me on, on, on this show again when I. Well, I do not tell the truth about the Lakers. Yeah, he'll, get schooled. he'll be the guy getting schooled by CB. <laughs> hey, Hustle. Hey, Hustle, what's the event you, uh, I think you were hosting with Anthony Davis, the, uh, the basketball event? Oh, yeah, 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 the Red Bull Rain, man. It's a yeah. 3 tournament that we do every year. Um, it, it was it was a, a creation that was that was started last year in Chicago. Um, me and uh, Anthony Davis hosted it. It, it, it was part of the... Um, the uh, FIBA uh, championship. So last year, when uh, the USA team and the FIBA games was here, on um, the three on three team that won last year got to go overseas to uh, to play for some money. So it, it, it went over really well. So like every other city, kind of stole the idea. So Red Bull did it all over the country, and then we had teams from all over the country come to Chicago. But whatever team won their city had to come to Chicago and then play the Chicago team. And then it was a free. It was to see who was gonna uh, win to go to Rio de Janeiro. Nice. And actually Chicago won, but it's the same team that won last year, won again this year. We knocked out Memphis, Indiana, Ohio, Detroit, Houston. Like all the teams got knocked out, like Chicago uh, represented. But yeah, this year was hosted by me, my man, uh, Young Wayne from Shaw League and uh, Anthony Davidson. Anthony Davis had a glow. I was like, boy, that check is real, huh? Uh, like, money is real. Now you talking about the like, next big thing. That, that's that kid yeah. right there. He's coming. Yeah, you know what? He's gonna, I, think he's gonna, I think he's gonna. I think in the next year or two, he's gonna be the MVP of the, of the yeah. season. Yeah, of the, next year. Of the league. Probably like, next year. Like, and I don't know if y'all seen him. He actually bulked up a lot. Like, oh. he put muscle on. So. Yeah. Uh, he's not playing. He's not playing. So, yeah, goodbye, to, goodbye, Dwight Howard. Right. See you later, Dwight Howard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
You hey, know what though? Go ahead. Dwight, he got, he got, he shoot. The thing about him, he was a guard in high school. Yeah. So Anthony Davis can actually play a lot of positions. He can handle oh, the ball, yeah. and he actually has a mid-range jumper that's really, really dope. And he has actual moves. Yeah. Dwight Howard has really great footwork and really great moves. The thing is, he just soft. <laughs> like, it, and he's just a clown. Like, it don't, it don't, it don't make no sense. I, I know one player. Hey, I don't hold back, brother. Tell me how you really feel. Like, no, for real, he is, man. Like, he, he just do, he, he, he just goofy. Like, jeez, because people forget. Wait, people forget when Dwight Howard was coming out of high school, coming to the league, he was all about the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you forget right. that he was the man that was telling he wanted. He thought the NBA logo should have a, a, a cross on there yeah. for God, and he was talking all that. Uh, yeah, see he baby got the lead, <laughs> got ten baby mamas, and be on some clown. Like you know, what I'm saying he had a dope squad in Orlando. Yeah. He should have still been in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? Like he they, did. but he just is just man. Like dude, you got you got you got James Harden. Right. <laughs> uh, but just you know for just for correction, that 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 dope team he had in uh, Orlando. Who they lose to in the NBA Finals? I forget. Uh, what was that uh, team? Uh, that team that they lost to in the NBA. The, the Fakers. Uh -uh. The LA Fakers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, hustle man. We go. We're gonna be talking some smack pretty soon, man. I appreciate you coming on Inside the Cave. Hey, my man got one of them. Uh, my whispers in the dark voices. Nah, man. Hey. The, uh, the Lakers. The Lakers is coming on tonight, ladies. Put your up and get ready. Kobe is coming for that ass. <laughs> hey, give out your uh, social media for us one time. You gotta listen, man. man check, me out, check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Hustle, at Hustle Simmons. H-U-S-T-L-E-S-I-M-M-O-N-S, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. I really appreciate Most it. Definitely. We're going to be back man. in touch with you, brother, man. I, I'm sorry I held you long. It was only going to be 15, 20 minutes, but we, it, it happens like that. We had a good time. And that's Chi-Town love. Yeah, man. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That is Hustle Simmons on Inside the Cave. He knows a lot about entertainment business, hip-hop. It's safe to say he won't be doing an event with Dwight Howard anytime <laughs> soon. But he was on Inside the Cave. My man, Hustle Simmons. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Y'all take care. All right, now. Take it easy, boy.